0: The Austin Daily Drop starts in 30 seconds and is generously supported by ABC Home and Commercial Services. Bobby Jenkins and his crew have been keeping Austin lawns and gardens looking great for over six decades and once again this year the challenge is in our hot and dry weather here in Austin. Your lawn's in for another beating with the heat and you might be thinking about more drought resilient landscaping options. Contact ABC for a free no obligation consultation on changes you might make to save water, save hassle and keep things beautiful at your house with drought resistant ABCHomeAndCommercial.com. Friday, June 3rd, 2022. This is the Austin Daily Drop. Thanks for finding us. I'm Chris Mosher. Stand by for news. Latest Uvalde developments. New details show that police on the scene did not know that 911 calls were being made by kids inside the classroom with the shooter. The Texas Tribune says this report comes from Texas Senator Roland Gutierrez, whose district includes Uvalde, and who says those calls were relayed to the Uvalde Police Department, which operates separately from the school district's police, whose chief Pete Arredondo, who was leading law enforcement's response on the scene, was not told that they were being made. Senator Gutierrez calls that a system failure and has also expressed frustration at being left off Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick's committee of lawmakers addressing the shooting. Gutierrez is a Democrat who's been critical of Texas's response to past shootings. He says that state senators whose districts were affected by similar incidents in El Paso and Santa Fe were also left out of the recovery process. Meanwhile, a mother who ran into the school to rescue her children has given a first-person account of what was happening inside the building to CBS News. See their interview with mom Angelie Gomez in the show notes. Gomez says she's been warned to quiet down by Uvalde police, who reportedly enlisted biker gangs to patrol the funeral of one of the shooting victims yesterday. Those efforts apparently primarily aimed at restricting the movement of journalists covering the event. Some members of the three biker groups present told Newsweek that they were there at the request of family members, not Uvalde police, but they did obstruct cameras and closely watch reporters to see that they were, quote, staying on the sidewalk. Meanwhile, when it comes to regulation of guns in the U.S., it helps to follow the money. An ABC News profile shows that Texas U.S. Senators John Cornyn and Ted Cruz are two of the top three recipients of pro-gun campaign contributions in that body. With Cruz receiving the most at $442,000 over his career, Cornyn ranks third in the Senate, having taken $340,000 from pro-gun individuals and political action committees. That pro-gun spending happens in major fashion at the local level as well. The report says that the NRA and the NRA Victory Fund have spent a total of $575,000 in local Texas elections since 2015. New details show that lawsuits filed by five APD officers regarding flawed crowd control devices and training related to the George Floyd protests have targeted the city, Mayor Steve Adler, Travis County D.A. Jose Garza, and a collection of social justice groups, including Black Lives Matter and the Austin Justice Coalition. The statesman says officers Joshua Jackson, Roland Rast, Todd Gilbertson, Derek Lehman, and Alexander Lamovstev are behind those lawsuits. Meanwhile, five more protesters have themselves filed suit against the city over injuries they suffered during those same protests. About three dozen protesters were hospitalized over the days following that event, and about 20 have sued, with seven settlements so far racking up a city bill of just shy of $15 million. KXAN says local COVID positivity rates have risen into double-digit territory now at 19 percent, similar to numbers seen at the beginning of the Omicron wave in early January and up from just over 14 percent last month. Given the increased use of home tests that may not result in Austin public health data, that number is likely low. So far, no significant increase in hospitalizations has been noted. Coming up, bad news, but perhaps some good news, too, for opponents of development in downtown Austin's Gay District, while an annual report on economic activity downtown shows things very much booming. It may get easier to build an extra pad on your property. A celebration of the boob tube returns to Austin, and get ready for some truly ridiculous early June heat. All coming up in 30 seconds after a quick thanks to our friends at ABC Home and Commercial Services. Bobby Jenkins and the crew have been taking care of Austin lawns and gardens for a long time, over 60 years. In business. And with all this hot, dry weather we're talking about, you may be worried about the beating that your lawn is in for this summer. Might be time to switch to some drought resilient options and ABC very much specializes in exactly that. Go to abchomeandcommercial.com to set up a free and no obligation consultation. abchomeandcommercial.com. Mixed results for advocates of LGTBQ-friendly bars on 4th Street. Austin's landmark commission has chosen not to recommend historic zoning for the area, but additional concessions to existing businesses have come from the developer seeking to build a high-rise on the block. The Austin Monitor says the developer, the Hanover Company, reports that it's conducted significant outreach to the current tenants on 4th Street, including the Coconut Club, Neon Grotto, and Oil Can Harry's as well as local LGBTQ organizations with intent of preserving the character of the district. But the statesman says some demolition opponents aren't buying it, calling the impending changes on fourth part of the loss of Austin's soul. On a similar note, the Downtown Austin Alliance has released its annual State of Downtown report showing that commercial building and leasing, business growth, and residential sectors are all booming. Austonia says that Downtown Austin accommodates more than 5 million visitors annually and that bar hoppers on Rainy Street and West 6 were hopping at higher levels at the end of 2021 than they were prior to the pandemic. Extensive report is linked in the show notes. The Austin City Council is set to consider new policies aimed at making the process of building accessory dwelling units, or ADUs, easier for Austin homeowners. Another one here from the Austin Monitor, who say Council will consider a resolution on June 9th, authored by Council Mackenzie Kelly, which would remove parking requirements for ADUs within a quarter mile of transit lines, allow ADUs for primary use as well as accessory use, and tamp down development rules that prevent ADU construction. Couch Surfers Rejoice, the ATX Television Festival returns to downtown Austin this weekend. Culture Map says the festival aims to bring together TV fans and industry to celebrate the medium with screenings followed by Q&As, panels, events and reunions of both classic shows and cult hits. This year reuniting the casts of Justified, Parenthood and Scrubs, plus features on Friday Night Lights, Rutherford Falls, Westworld and more. The ATX Television Festival kicks off today and runs through the weekend. Hit atxfestival.org for more. And today's our last chance at some rain before several consecutive days of potentially record-breaking heat begin, likely also leading to all-time electricity demand highs for the beleaguered Texas power grid, says a report in Reuters, who say ERCOT is expressing confidence that it can meet the coming predicted record demand of 75,000 megawatts next Tuesday, which would top the grid's all-time high of 74,820 megawatts, set back in August of 2019. High today will be a nice, cool 95. Tomorrow, up to 98. Then Sunday, we hit triple digits and don't look back for a while. Over 100 every day in the current forecast through the middle of June, starting Sunday with a high of 103. Staying above that through most of the upcoming work week. Hang in there, y'all. That's the Austin Daily Drop. I'm Chris Mosier. Links to all these stories can be found in our show notes at austindailydrop.com. You'll also find their recent episodes of the podcast that likely include stories you haven't heard yet. So do listen back. We appreciate your time very much. Happy graduation grads take care stay cool and we will catch you again on monday The Austin Daily Drop is generously supported by Bobby Jenkins and ABC Home and Commercial Services, who really do do it all for Austin homeowners, and that of course includes lawn care. Hot weather has returned to Austin, and every summer seems drier than the last one, making keeping a traditional lawn ever more difficult. And you might also be thinking about all the water that goes into that as well. ABC specializes in drought resistant landscaping options that might be a good move for your home, both in terms of the time you end up spending on maintenance out in all that heat and in terms of the responsible ecology and expense of water use. ABC will dispatch a yard expert for a free, no obligation visit to your home to have a look and see what kind of sensible modifications might be smart to keep your place looking great while reducing water requirements and sweat requirements as well. Be sure and mention that you heard about ABC here on the Austin Daily Drop when you set up your consultation at abchomeandcommercial.com. ABC Home and Commercial services are specialists for your environment.